Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 220. 220, 220, 2, 2, then an O. Coming at you on April 28th, 2012. I'm your host, Chris Beards, here with a bunch of people from RPG Gamer, starting off with Anna Marie Neufeld. I guess I need my O face for the morning then. Right, 220, yes. John Yearworth. I'm still painfully British. How, have I mentioned that recently? But not as painfully British as Alex Fuller. Hello. No, I have oh, to fight. now we're getting into a competition. <laughs> Representing not a Commonwealth state is Michael Tidwell. Um, he said he had to go potty. <laughs> Apparently, just AFK'd. And Emmanuel Marino. I kickstart my heart. Kickstart my heart. It sounds like it should be a DDR song, actually. Welcome. We got another show. Let's get into it. We got lots of feedback. First off, from Alan says, number one, I agree with you. There's no need for a JRPG savior as this generation has produced just as many great ones as any other. Oh, okay. Has it? Hmm. Okay, apparently I'm the only one with opinion on that. All right. Number two, Dragon Quest X is Dragon Quest Nine, but online. It's basically the same framework. True or false? Uh, is can we really call that until they release more information about it? Um, well, I'm, I think we're judging based off the info we've seen already. No, no, maybe, possibly, maybe not. <laughs> perhaps, 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 perhaps not. All right. Grand Knight history is in hell because Exceed won't press Vanillaware into finishing the final localization programming. Hmm, I didn't know that. No, 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 no. This was a problem with the game that um, Atlas took over. Not with Grand Knight History? Just with Dragon Crown? No, Grand Knight History was put on hold because Vanilla Wars was working on the Dragon Crown crap. Okay. So, let's... And I mean, there were there was articles all about this in February. If you want, you can go to Silicon Era. They talked about it. No, no, no. We can just move on. Though I still wonder, has this generation really produced as many great RPGs as any other generation? We need a count. That sounds like a good thing to crowdsource. Users, go make a spreadsheet. Link it to us in the thread at board.rpgamer.com. And then we can have an in-depth discussion about whether quantity equals quality. Yes. All right. From <laughs> Showyob. Oh, what's that, Alex? Oh, thank you. All right. Showyob says, sat in Heathrow Airport in London waiting for a flight. Well, you should have gone and hung out with Alex and Quinn. What the heck? I worked out that I have listened to RPG Cast in nine different countries. I wonder if any other listeners can beat that. The Sydney Vintage circa 2009 is probably my favorite period of the cast. Did we start? Sydney Vintage? Yeah, he was in Sydney and listening to the podcast. Oh, okay. Circa 2009. Sean would have been around then, probably. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I can understand that being some people's favorite. He has has his own crazy brand of podcasts right now at Lucifer.com, including one I just recently uh, showed up on. It's a very old show. It's from from um, a long time ago. You should go listen to it. Anyway, Disgaea There's 3. There's oh, great yeah. discussion on whether the PS2 is just a rumor or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, is Michael Tidwell finally here? Glad I said BRB so you can start without me. Hey, I didn't hear it. 
It's okay. Yeah, what a shock. Ah, you're good now, right? Whatever. I'm you've eating. been you've been through a billion of these intros. I'll I'll get still eating. No, it's okay. I'll give you another intro. And here with us, not representing a Commonwealth country, Michael Tidwell. A what? Oh right, because of all the Brits. I See, get it. Do you feel better now? You got an intro. I did. I yes. do those all day long. I give you intros um, the whole podcast. There are more things in the Commonwealth than Britain. Well, in Canada, no, there's not actually because you're actually independent now. <laughs> We're still part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, there's a video Mike, that explains this. <laughs> yeah. This is still the same game I was you playing five minutes ago. You should something about hey. other cultures, Mike. Hey Anna, Uh-oh. is the queen on your? Is the queen on your money? Yes. Yes, she is. Yay. There you go. Well, you know. So I don't, I don't have to look. At, I don't have to look at someone else's mug when I get my Canadian dollars. Um, <laughs> well, bear in mind that a Canadian dollar is not a paper bill; it's a coin. It's called a loony. All right, like whatever. Country. All right. We also don't have paper too. Wait, wait, wait. They're so toonies. You have a paper bill still, like the first one, John. Huh? What? Because we were no. we were having a discussion of whether or not. United they States was the only one who still had a single or not. I think they got rid of them faster than we did. I mean, we're not even going to have a penny after John, this year. John, do you have one pound bills? No. No. Do you okay. have one euro bills? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Okay. We do. No, we also have, we, we, I remember the, controver- the, the controversy that was introduced when uh, the, the, the coinage system here introduced the two pound coin. Oh wow! Because all the vending, all the vending machine makers had to change things. That would be so heavy to carry around too. Um, <laughs> we do it all the time. Two pound coins, man. Seriously, that's it. <laughs> really help your. You have to balance it in your legs. You know it. Uh, Shoei Ab continues, on Disgaea 3, I bought it on the Vita a few weeks ago and can wholeheartedly recommend it. I also own it on the PS3, and even though I have enjoyed the other Disgaea games, I didn't enjoy Disgaea 3 too much the first time around. On the handheld, Disgaea comes into its own, and the cat is walking in front of the screen. Okay, and the additional content adds to what is already a very meaty game package. 16 hours in, and it's taking up every free moment I have. Wow, that might be the best argument I've heard not to get the Vita version for me. <laughs> Finally, you can can you ask Anna? Hey Anna, I need to ask you something. How she is okay. finding the difficulty spikes in Devil Survivor 2? Um I I feel like I'm avoiding them for the most part largely because my experience with Devil Survivor 1 was that I overgrinded. I was completely overleveled by the time I finished the game. I think that was something like Almost level eighty by the time I finished Double Survivor One. It was I, I was way too high. I mean, I've been I've been reading people like, oh, I finished it at sixty five. It was easy. Okay. Um. So every time I hit like a new group of enemies in in the random stuff, I start grinding the heck out of them. And if I see that there's a nice, um, devil that I can merge in the cathedral, I just grind until I can get up to the level. Um. Although I'm doing that less in this one than I did in Devil Survivor 1 because there's so many new demons. And when demons become available has been significantly shuffled. So, but yeah, um, just because of my play style, I think I'm avoiding a lot of them. Okay. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, he says, the RP Gamer review was spot on. I'm finding it to be quite a broken game. It almost broke my 3DS before I finished it. I rarely get angry when playing games, so it was a new experience for me. Kind regards, show yob. All right. Yeah, I mean, I I've heard that the 
that the difficulty spikes get pretty legendary in this too. So that was another reason for me to just sit back and do some grinding. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Dear RP, no, dear ready toss printy grenades from Ocelot says, by my estimates, I've sent you roughly 130 questions to date. Give or take a few. Holy wow, you've probably spent hours answering them all. So I wrote a few. So what's a few more for good time, old time's sake? One, I've never played a rhythm game. Should I still check out Final Fantasy Feet Spin? No, Neosporin, uh, the Heat Rhythm when it comes out. Um. Yes. No. Yes. Because it seems to be getting a lot of good feedback. Don't start with that game, though. Start with a real rhythm game. Go dig up an old copy of Frequency or something. No, no, no. Parappa the Rappa. If you like it, then play a real rhythm game. Parappa the Rappa. Kick, punch. Well, audio Surf? Elite Beat Agents. Ooh, audio Surf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. EB. Uundan. Yeah. Uundan. Yeah. Uundan. Only game I've ever imported. Uundan. <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. I own one Japanese game. It's Uundan. I have its sequel. I need to play it still. I better do that. Action figures are a key part of any nerd's collection. Uh, I mean, plastic statuary. I'm sure you agree, but if you don't, pretend you agree. Okay. Now then, what one video game character other than the Skyrim dragon would you immortalize on your mantle in plastic? It's already on back order. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> it's that $300 gun that we've been talking about. That's an anime character. That's not a video game He's character. He's in a video game, no, damn it. Oh, something, something that starts from a video game. Come on. I have uh, the statues from Final Fantasy VII Advent Children of Cloud and Sephiroth fighting. Um, Actually, no way. I sorry I broke it. Say what? I said I was sorry I broke it. You didn't break that. That's uh, that was just a crappy Kingdom Hearts cloud. Oh, good. Whew. Yeah, the other um, ones might have broken by now, but I'm trying to just keep them safe until I get a good house where I can display those. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a scale model of the Delphinus from Skies of Arcadia. The Delphinus. That's a ship, isn't it? Yeah, the airship. He asked for a character. Oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> oh, actually, no. Wait, no. I did make a joke in one thread that the Delphinus was my favorite character in Skies of Arcadia. <sighs> So yeah, I'm, 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 it totally counts. <laughs> All right, Michael, whose boobs do you want on display? Well, I was trying to think because I bought two. I think it's going to have to be Jessica from Dragon Quest Eight that I have never opened from Japan, and I was in Japan. Okay, that works. Is that a statue or plastic? It's plastic. Plastic. Yeah. What about like a, a sculpted uh, Dragon Quest slime? No. No? No. No. Of course not. Not for you. No. That, that doesn't... I, I have so many slimes that it just... No. In many ways and some... shapes and forms. Yeah. I got gray ones, green ones, blue ones, metal ones. Eh, I got enough slimes. Let's, let's stick with the girls. <laughs> okay. Sounds <laughs> when you work with Annex. Chat room person says, how about the puff puff slime? It's no. not the puff puff that's dirty. Same. It's yeah. the person using it. I know, right? Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> it's just the slime. Hmm. I think right. I'm going to cheat when I answer this question. It says, what one video game character would you like immortalized in on your mantle in plastic? I don't have one. I know they exist. It would be awesome to have a heartless. A nice little heartless. Oh, that would be cool. 
Can't you get heartless plushies? I can't remember. Uh, <gasps> Can you? You might be able to. I'm pretty sure I've seen one somewhere, unless I was hallucinating at the time. I would have been. Uh, Manny, what one would you pick? No, thank you. No, thank you. Wants no statues of any sort. He doesn't have a no, mantle. Thanks. Or do you just, uh, you're, yeah, you're <laughs> against mantles? Is that like your political position? I, I, I'm over plastic junk. I'm just... Well, what about stone? My statues are crystal. More crap in my house. No, thanks. All right. Crystal's too expensive to leave. Well, sorry, not crystal. It's like a crystal stone thing. Sorry. Crystal stone thing. Really narrowing it down. Wow. But crystal would work too, or stone. Something like meaty that isn't cheap plastic, you know? The problem is, is like, the only thing I have really expensive isn't a character. It's just a giant-ass dragon. Well, you can probably find one that's from a game. No, they usually don't. I don't know. We'll see. I have a big old poster a... of Deathwing on my wall. That's cool. The problem is, it's like once I have like two hundred bucks to spend on something, I'm gonna buy something shiny, like an electronic, not something like a statue. Mm. And so, mm. if you want to buy the expensive stuff, I'm probably not gonna do it. So, fair enough. That kind of narrows down my list. Hmm. I say you contact Anna Marie Neufeld and have her make a. A cross stitch that's immortalized for your wall. Now taking no commissions. Because <laughs> she's full. now I'm taking no. Commissions. She was for like fifteen minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, and then I had two. And then I had two people contact me for commissions. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Shadow Four Six Nine Nine in the chat is right. There is a uh, there is a heartless plushie on Amazon. So you don't have to really There's look. There's a Kingdom Hearts Amazon. One and a Kingdom Hearts Two plushie. So many plushies, so little time. Depends if you want it chibi or not, basically. So do you like chibi plushies or standard plushies, Anna? Um, I'd have to look at them and see the difference. One has a smile of a cat and one doesn't, basically. Um, I, posted the link yeah, to one of, I posted the link to one of them in the Skype chat. Okay, I'm going to click on it then. Do, 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 do. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> Only one who thinks a, <laughs> a cartless is cute. I love it. All right. Uh, Alex, statue. Uh, oh, Ricky from Xenoblade. Okay. <laughs> no one else will be able to identify with that for the moment, but all right. <laughs> uh, anyone who's Why? It's out here. At all. Yeah, but none of us can identify with it. Why? Oh, yeah. Because we haven't play played it. it. <laughs> You've had it for how long? And you I've play played it? like two hours. <laughs> Just checking. Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, two more hours than anyone else was. Mm hmm. There's a couple in the uh, eBay right there. I haven't bought it yet. Uh, yes, you should probably do that. So I yeah. played the Diablo 3 beta during the free weekend, and I can't put my finger on exactly why. But the game seems like a little too pedestrian and a bit too boring. Did any of you feel that way after checking out the beta? Or should I just shut up, quit whining, and get excited like everyone else? By the way, I'm still getting it at day one. Um, this is the problem that I've had, having played both Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 and Torchlight 2. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks I'm crazy because I like Torchlight 2 better. <laughs> um, the other thing to consider is you're playing on normal. And uh, as as we 
um, discovered at BlizzCon this year when they were discussing the fact that people were complaining the beta was too easy. Um, the normal mode of Diablo 2 was also ridiculously easy. He literally stood in a, bu- in a bunch of mobs and like picked his nose and none of them cared. Yeah. I don't know. No. We don't think you're crazy for thinking Torchlight is better than Diablo. We think you're crazy for thinking Torchlight was a 5 out of 5 or whatever. I didn't give it 5 out of 5. You wanted to. It was really... You wanted to so No, bad. I think I had it four and a half out of five. You and they had it for punched me down to four. still way too high. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, walking into it having not played any Diablo game gives me absolutely no expectations of quality. Oh, wow, there's a heartless wallet purse. Are you still hassling me about my wallet? Really? No. No, he's just looking at heartless stuff. It's the kind of thing you would like. Look at that. Just linked it in the chat room. You'd okay. also might like that one. Right there. Are you shopping one. for me no. on the podcast? <laughs> I'm just looking at stuff. Okay. <laughs> you might like peas and pods, too. So there you go. All right. So moving on. Uh, let's see. If you had to pick one of your favorite books... To turn into an RPG, what would it be? Since you asked, my favorite book is House of Leaves, and I believe that Fez is a perfect video game realization of it. I don't know what House of Leaves is. Anyone know what House of Leaves is? Nope. Manny, do you have any idea? I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Anybody? Anyone? No? All right. I kind of, I'm kind of in that state where I feel stupider for not knowing what it is. Me too. I feel like... I feel like I should. All right. So, well, what book would you turn into an RPG? And and here's a question I have for you: Are complicated book series like Game of Thrones better for RPGs, or simpler book series where you can just focus on uh, a decent story and don't get too bogged down in the politics and how much you have to cut out would be better? Pass. Pass. Hmm. Yeah. What do you mean pass? You can't just pass. Why? Say, if pass is saying you don't have any books that you think would be a good RPG. Exactly. Okay. Pass. All right. Fair enough. Um, that would require reading. I, yeah. I mean, everyone tries Lord of the Rings, and it doesn't really turn out well, so that's kind of a good sign not to do this, <laughs> apparently. Hey, no, there was one good Lord of the Rings. Which one? There were two good Lord of the Rings. The two that EA made that went with the movies. Well, they made three of them, and people like the last two better. No. Yeah. EA didn't make the first one. Who made the first one, Anna? I don't remember. There were two going on at the same time for a while. No, because one had the book license and one had the movie license, and they were both making action games at the same time. Okay. It was weird. Okay. The first one out of the, I think it was the movie ones, was not made by EA. It was absolutely terrible. Okay. And then they made EA made the two movie ones, and everybody was like, "These are awesome." Alrighty. No, nobody ever said these are awesome. They said they were good because there weren't the other ones. Uh, yeah, they liked them though. People liked them. Um, they were. I should go they find sold those. Really well. I should go find those. What about that Lord of the Rings um actual Final Fantasy ten style RPG? Was that any good? Oh. Huh. They made a Lord of the Rings RPG, like Final Fantasy X, and it came out, and you're like playing as the B team. The only Lord of the Rings RPG besides War in the North I know of is the Super Nintendo one that's terrible. This happened. Nobody remembers it. 
I think you're making it up. The third it, it, age. There, there was a Penny the Arcade comment age. on that. <laughs> it's called the third yeah. age. Penny Arcade did a comment, uh, a comic on it, so it exists. <laughs> the chat room agrees. It happened. You guys have all put it out of existence, but it happened. Well, that all must right. be great. All right, so Lord of the Rings games are screwed, so let's find another book. Um, Good Night Moon. Let's turn that into an RPG. No. No? No. Let's just never say that book again. No, it's um, fine. Just, just don't say Goodnight iPad. Never say that game again. Uh, Goodnight iPad. Okay. Yep. What's that? It's horrible. Goodnight it's supposed iPad. to be the upgraded version of Goodnight Moon, except it sucks. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I'll read it to you sometime. Oh, thanks. Story time with Michael. Uh, you liked the other one, the dancing. <laughs> that was a weird book. That was a very weird book. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings untitled follow-up. I like this. I'm looking through Guzek's listings of uh, Lord of the Rings games. <coughs> Whatever that means. Oh, J.R.R. Tolkien, The Lord of the Rings Volume 1 on Super Nintendo. Was there ever a Volume 2? No, yeah. because the first one sucked. It was on PC, apparently. Look at that. Hmm. All right, so nobody has a book they want to see turned into an RPG. Everyone feels that a book... The thing is, is that... It would just ruin the book, right? Because of the genres that I read, it would be like... It would be cool to see a Mary Gentry game. But okay. I'm not entirely certain that that would be um, an appropriate series to play a game for. Maybe Anita Blake. That that would be a more realistic one. Huh. Was this Lord of the Rings Conquest game any good? Ooh. Game rankings of 57%. Apparently not. Yes. So yes, that would be a, <laughs> that <was> a great <laughs> game. Best game ever. <laughs> mm. All right. So everyone's like, check, yeah. I will say check back on the website soon. Apparently, nobody can make this decision on podcast. All right. What do you know about the crazy crossover Project X Zone collaboration thing? Any reason to be excited, or is it probably never making it over to the U.S.? It's never going to make it to the U.S. I'm calling what is it, it now. Is that the Sony, uh, is that the Sega, Project... Namco, and Camcom one? Yeah, it's a kind of yeah. pseudo, like, spiritual sequel to Namco X Capcom, which was never ported. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, um, the old PS- we did the, the get... Old... What was the one crossover game that we did get, and J.C. Servant reviewed it? It was PS3, and I think he gave it a 1 out of 5. Oh, that was... Yeah, but it was, like, really bad. I would, wasn't that one of Idea cross... Factory's ones? Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, no, Cross Chris, Edge. Yeah. Cross Edge. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Now, the only thing, like, even tangentially related to Namco X Capcom that we got outside of Japan was the first Endless Frontier game, which was a spin-off to Super Robot Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, because it had two of the characters that were in it were the two original characters that... Uh, the two original main characters from Namco X Capcom. Um, and yeah, so uh, Project X Zone basically just looks like Namco X Capcom, uh, Namco X Capcom with one more company and more characters. I'd, I'd be happy getting that here, but it's never going to happen, is it? Oh no, I would be, t- I would be too. But it's on the 3DS, and the 3DS is region locked. Oh, locked. yeah. But you have yeah, to get exactly. it. Well, I, I kind of was hoping <laughs> well, they'd yeah, localize it. Good. So, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I hope no, they I, do because I, I like some of the characters. Yeah, I do too. It, it's got a guest appearance from um, Zenga from Super Robot Wars, everyone's favorite cleaving samurai guy. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, and again, Manny has no opinion on any of these. Manny's not indulging. What's up? In what did I miss? <laughs> I was favorite, reading Penny Arcade. Favorite books to turn into an RPG? Do you uh, care about the Nanko? You know, I would love my uh, the Rise and Fall of the Third Reich RPG. Oh, oh Stephen Turnbull has oh, a great tome on uh, oh. the history of samurai warfare, especially during the Genpei War. So that would be a great RPG. And uh, oh, oh, my, I, I recently read read through Machiavelli again. That'd be a great RPG. And I don't read novels, and I can't answer this question. That would be a great <laughs> RPG. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you know what would be really good? If they made an RPG like one of those Mass Effect books. That'd be really If cool. only. If only. <laughs> <laughs> that could be really fun. You should have told the team who made Mass Effect 3 that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's my answer. Moving on. It's time for the news. News. Hey. Yeah. So you don't forget. Yeah. Why don't we start with MMO in a minute? Oh, you are you hijacking the format of the show, Anna? Heck yes. All right. Go for it. MMO in a minute. Launching now. Okay. Um, Guild Wars 2 Digital Edition, quote unquote, sells out, stops selling digital copies. Community erupts with anger. Spirit Tales for the PC postponed to May, uh, open beta postponed to May 10th. Brick Force for the PC, iOS, and browser beta launches. Get Neverwinter beta access when pre ordering Torchlight 2 or pre order Torchlight 2 via Steam to receive Torchlight 1 for free. Requiem, both PC and browser, launches a new browser client. Ica Online for PC receives a beefy update. Business Tycoon Online, previously browser, now released for the iPad. Pathfinder, coming to PC, releases first dungeon details. We know absolutely nothing else about this game. World of Warcraft, pet battle system, now playable. Tier 14 bonuses revealed. Lineage 2 turns 8. Happy birthday! City of Heroes also turns 8. Happy birthday! Terra, head start underway. Full retail begins May 1st. Champions Online gets sort of hacked, but says nothing for over a year. League of Legends launches full spectator mode. The end. All right, two corrections. One, the Terra thing is a head start, not a beta. And... I said Terra head start All underway. Right. Full Never retail right. May 1st. All right, fine. I'm, I'm an idiot. But Torchlight 2 is not an MMO. Stop calling it an MMO. All of the MMO sites cover it. And it's Never not Winter an MMO. Is. Neverwinter? Neverwinter yeah. is. All right, fair enough. So, well, wait, no, no. Neverwinter is also not an MMO. This was confirmed Never as well. Neverwinter is a five-party type system. It's five. Per- it's not an MMO. There was a big news story uh, about Neverwinter not being an MMO. Uh, didn't, uh, actually, didn't I then post another news story about several months later saying that they did actually change it from that format into an into MMO? Into an MMO? Oh, they did. Yeah. It's the other direction. Gosh darn it. When they announced it, it was going to be like Torchlight. Like, you could party up to five other people and take on Yeah, points. no, I think I remember, I seem to remember was the one, I was the one who posted the story ah. to the site about them saying that it had been converted into an MMO a while back. Um, yeah. When is this beta? Yeah, you did. Is it any good? And when did Perfect World pick it up? It used to be Atari. Um, uh, yeah. Perfect Perfect World now has all of um, Cryptic's old stuff, I think. I probably don't want like, to play cri- this game. Cryptic were the developers for MMO, uh, for Neverwinter. Oh, okay. And now Perfect World has them. Yeah. The only thing that they don't have access to is um, City of Heroes, because uh, 
go because of uh, Cryptic selling it to NCSoft many years ago. Mm. So here's the the one story that I sort of wanted to discuss about this because some of the other stuff is uh, maybe a little too deep for us to get into. Champions Online sent out emails this week saying that they had discovered um, someone has been um, obtaining information from their database since December 2010. That seems and good. And that it includes usernames, encrypted passwords, which have been unencrypted, and accounts have been accessed, and credit card information, which may or may not have been encrypted. And this has been going on for a year and a half. And they're just telling people now. What the heck? Hmm. They shouldn't be allowed to get away with that. Why aren't we, like, all up in arms? Oh, wait, no one plays that game. Because it's Champions Online, and, like, did you ever put a credit card on that account? Because I sure didn't. No. I got an account reset notification, but I was like, that's nice. I I don't even think I logged back in and reset my password. Yeah. So, um, we'll have to discuss it probably after the podcast, but the Tier 14 bonuses actually look pretty cool. And the pet battle system is in yeah, and playable. I want to discuss that after the cast, yeah. Yeah, the, the pet battle system is in and playable, but it's really, really rough. Oh, it's in the Panda beta now? Yeah, it's it came out um, Wednesday. There was a big patch for oh. the Panda clan. Yeah, we should probably I still that. don't have a beta account. They still haven't invited me yet. A beta well, account? For Mr. Pandaria. Ah, got if it. I didn't have an authenticator, I'd just give you mine. So there. That would lock it, but you know, we unlock it. Oh, uh, Gil- uh, Guild Wars the with the Guild Wars two uh, beta weekend this weekend. They've also uh, re- released the um, closed beta non disclosure agreement, so I can discuss yes. about. So I can grumble about it. Oh well, I mean, I I actually popped over to their Facebook page last night to see how people were reacting to the fact that um the the all the digital copies were quote unquote sold out and yeah there was a ton of hate there was uh, uh now i don't know if they've reposted it this morning or reposted it last night um let's see here we're now up to 589 comments and uh yeah a lot of them are either people complaining about um, basically, if you emailed the Guild Wars to support, um, they said, talk to your retailer about a beta key. And people started emailing Amazon, and Amazon was emailing them back going, oh, we have no idea what you're talking about. We don't have any beta keys. For which? The Guild Wars 2. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. And I mean, reading the stuff... This is like a pre-purchase weekend as opposed to a pre-order weekend. Yeah. But the thing is, is that even the Guild Wars 2 people are saying, go talk to the people that you bought the game from. Well, why not just say, why not just clarify the difference between a pre-order and a pre-purchase and save people the hassle of doing that? Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know that they're handling this terribly well. And apparently a few weeks back, they said that they... We're going to shut down pre-purchases during this weekend, but it was not well advertised for obvious reasons. Wait, and wait. So, NCSoft has live support, and this is still news? 
I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, this and is And next, the sky is blue. <laughs> it is? Another, <laughs> yeah, another sometimes. Well, sometimes it's gray, but you know. <laughs> and in other breaking news, the Pope is Catholic. I know. Let's carry on. My bad. Shocked. This is scandalous. All right. Uh, what else we got? Oh, I lost my news feed. Hover. Hold on. Where's my news feed? Oh, no. Oh, no. What do we do without news feed? Oh, Risen 2 is coming to consoles later than PC. If you know, Risen 2 is out now for your PC. Um, I saw yep, that Steam. And I uh, posted it on your podcast online a while ago. Have you been seeing the reviews for this game? Um, No, I haven't. Tell me about them. You put initial, two, initial Risen 2 reviews and the Metacritic link in the notes. Maybe that was Manny and not Chris. Yeah, he just said he did it. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so tell I me about it. You said my apologies. Uh, not stellar. Not stellar, not but you're a pirate, right? This should be a good game because you're a pirate. All games that you're a pirate are good, right? People are saying that it's interesting. Oh, like, so go ahead, Manny. I was just saying, like the general idea, I, the general feel I'm getting that it uh, has some interesting ideas and it goes to some interesting places with the theme. But the execution is is flawed, and there's a lot of problems. But it's a PC game, so I can just patch it. <laughs> but I just like fundamental things, like just the combat is kind of oh. is bad. That kind of stuff. Is, is it still better or worse than Risen One? That's what I want to know. <sighs> no, I don't know. People say it's dumb. It's even more dumbed down than Risen One. Oh well, that's not good. Hmm. People are bad, saying it's like, bad. mind you, it's not like a bad game. It's just very mediocre. Well, in today's industry, that is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it's mediocre, and I should be sad. Darn it! So instead, I, don't know. I mean, so well, I always know. feel bad when I do features for the site because people get the impression that I'm endorsing the game, yeah, or that I'm personally saying you should buy this game. It's going to be a great game when that's. Not I'm, that's not my intention at all. I'm just talking to a developer and I'm relaying what they're telling. What Isn't they're that saying why? Uh, what whose it is? Polygon. They're not going to do previews or something like that because of that. It's probably good because I, I feel like bad. Like Zoltan, I think I might have pumped him up too much for this game. Ooh. I'm yeah, like, but I, no. Look at yeah. what Zoltan does. He platinums every game he puts into his PS3. The guy's mm-hmm. different than normal gamers, so I don't know. All right, fair enough. So, you know, it's like I said, it's not like from what everyone is saying. It doesn't seem like it's a bad... Even Adrian, he just got his copy. Yeah. And on Twitter, he's saying, I like some of the ideas, but there are a lot of problems. Hmm. All right. Problems, more problems, more problems. All right. But you're saying console version? What about that? Oh, yeah. It's being delayed. Uh, the 360 and PS3 versions will now be out on July 31st in North America and August 3rd in Europe. After they get some PC patches out. Yeah, apparently. And <laughs> uh, Deep Silver has also announced the console version will include an exclusive side episode titled The Air Temple. Oh, Deep Silver. They're the people put out that zombie game, right? Uh, uh, yeah, Techland. Techland? Was the publisher Deep Silver? Anyway, Techland was developer for uh, for zombie game. Yeah, but Deep Silver is the publisher for that. And and I think what was the other Call of Juarez? Was it? Oh, was it? Yeah, I don't remember. So not really Deep Silver as much as Deep Sixed. No. Oh, oh yeah, that's probably mean. I take that back. 
All right. Like I said, it's not a bad game. It's not. A, I'm, I'm sure if you get this on the like for like thirty, forty dollars, you'll be. And you just really want a pirate themed adventure, you'll be satisfied. Apparently, it has a nice uh, collector's edition. It says Freak Girl in the chat room, which I can, I've heard yeah. different. Oh, really? Well, then again, I some people are really excited for the Terra. No, collector's edition. that thing's a piece of crap. They finally put yeah, a but, video of that up. I saw the same video, and those those two those two women were very very excited. They also seem to have no excited. idea what was promised in that collector's edition. They're like, "Oh, look at this! It's a letter of marquee." Like, what? It's a letter of Mark. Okay, fine. She didn't mispronounce that. But, oh, look at this! It's a watch. She's holding up a compass. <laughs> it's like okay. So, it was on the box that it would be a compass. They could find. Yeah. <laughs> To it's open like, a box. It's like it's gonna be a compass, and they're like, "Oh, look at this watch! Like, what are you talking about?" All right, you know, it, yeah. it's just the what? Thing. It's like nobody a knows what a compass hired a pair of breasts. No, to do something it's not. That's that's curse. That is not a uh, yeah, terror. Curse would still do that to run their video. Uh, apparently, yeah. That's uh, curses terrafans.com site. So whatever. Not yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. They're giving a site a, the chance to open the first one, and I thought it was curse, and I'm like, oh, never mind. No one cares. Well, you're right, though. The Risen 2 Collector's Edition is very similar in structure. Making of DVD, soundtrack CD, double-sided poster, pirate flag with the skull motif from Risen 2, an amulet, and the art of Risen 2 Dark Waters, a book, and three stickers. Hmm. Is it a 16 by 9 book? I don't know. I can't... Again, I'm having trouble finding actual physical images of the items. That's why I waited so long. So I was excited for the Terrafit Collector's Edition. I waited. I waited. I said, I need to see this in person. This could be a piece of crap. It could be awesome. I need to see before I commit that money. And I'm so glad I waited because it's a piece of crap. And Quinn has started playing Saints Row. Oh, here's the images. Oh, that's not very... Okay. What, the Risen 2 stuff is not good? Um. Yeah, I'm looking at the... It's it's in our uh, Skype chat. Uh... Thank you, Riz. Oh, we have it on our site. I love it. I don't even... So the yeah, Risen 2 one, apparently, they released uh, <laughs> images a lot sooner. So, okay. You you may be making fun of that, but that looks better than the Terra one. So, But it's so standard. It's, there's nothing really so, uh, what, here. What's I so know. bad about the Terra one? I, I think I missed this discussion. Oh, um, the best thing in the Terra one is the paper map. Let me put it that way. <laughs> the The letter of Mark is actually just a one-page letter that says go out and kill stuff um, in fancier words. And <laughs> what else do they have in the, the Terra one? A soundtrack CD, that's probably okay. They don't actually show it off. They show off the art book, which is like a little tiny flimsy paper-bound thing with like uh, probably 20 to 40 pages. It's not like a nice art book. It's like a really cheap, just pack in, it fits in the box art book. And then they have the compass, which is supposed to be like the cool physical thing you get. Except it's this cheap, it looks like it's made over in Asia at a low-cost um, warehouse. Um, it's got a paper lining for like where the compass directions are. And the lady lifted up to the camera and the needle wasn't even moving right. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking great on that Terra Collector's Edition. So if you want to do that, uh, get the digital Collector's Edition and save yourself some pain. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Us, we as gamers have to get over these collector's editions. Well, just I'm, have to get over them. I'm, I'm, I'm making progress, Manny. I used to just order stuff like that. Now I'm waiting to actually make sure it's not crap. I feel like there are very few companies that really go all out and actually maybe lose money on the deal, but you're getting something really special as a result. Mm. 
Most yeah. of them just seem like really cynical cashins. Well, and, and hey, sadly, someone just tried to do that. that, and we kind of wrote them off collectively as a gaming culture. The uh, Clash of Heroes 2 Kickstarter. Oh, that Clash was incredibly cynical. <laughs> that was cynical? I mean, they were putting a lot of effort into trying to make a really fancy collector's edition, and you pre-order oh, it. Oh, no, not you being cynical, them. Their, oh. their whole Kickstarter, the whole thing was just... Well, it was really mismanaged out the gate, and it and haunted them the whole thing, and it failed because of it. Um, I still maintain that after they cleaned that up and fixed their descriptions, made it clear what your money's going towards, what they're trying to do, found a way to try and do give you a digital copy, all that stuff, that it, that it really improved that Kickstarter, and it should have been okay. The problem is the game sucks, or the game is a series nobody wants to kickstart. The game might actually you know, be awesome, but I don't know. You know, as many things as and as many bad things. Uh, as much as I, I'm not impressed. I don't know what's the right word. As down as I am, it seems at times on that camouflage Kickstarter for Republic. Yeah. What they're trying to do with their color transition, which is like this. So that's something that actually adds to the game universe and to the game itself. Their mm-hmm. journal thing. Have you seen that? No. It's like on the hundred dollar tier. Okay. You didn't read the whole Kickstarter? I, I'm not going to give them $100 for an iPhone game. No, no, but it's like on the like, <laughs> it's like the second paragraph. Yeah, I, I, I probably read it, but it was like, oh, that's stuff I don't need. I, I don't know. I just skimmed this stuff. There's too many Kickstarters. No, but at the very least, like stuff like that actually adds to the experience. Or like the, the Halo Reach Collector's Edition included that uh, the Dr. Halsey Journal, which is all canon and adds a lot to the Halo universe if you care about it at all. All right, $100 tier uh, on the Collector's Edition. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Republic you know, game, honestly, think, DVD documentary, Overseer's Manifesto, collectible packaging. The Manifesto, oh. the Manifesto. Oh, documentary all contained inside. The, well, Overseer's Manifesto is the packaging. So. Oh, no, I meant the actual journal thing. Okay. It just says journal, so I don't... Okay. I guess I have to read more. I hate reading. Journal. The Republic Journal. Oh, wow. They're actually going to make that? They're going to lose money. Yep, that's but crazy. they're doing it because that's a real, that's what I'm talking about. That's a real collector's edition. Yeah, it is. I mean, this thing looks like a worn, You've it's it's a concept image, obviously, so we don't know what it's really going to look like, but the goal is to make it look like this journal that you just dug up uh, under a box at the bottom of a cave or something. So, wow. You know, actually, surprisingly, had a really good collector's edition was uh, the Alan Wake one. It, it included a novel written by Alan Wake. Oh, yeah, I love that collector's edition. Yeah. That's actually really good. I mean, that's impressive. That's a, but it just seems no, like most sure of just... No. Yeah. Go it ahead. It wasn't another Wake novel. I think it was... A, a collection of his, a, uh, his yeah. clipping stories. It, that, it sort of had the journal of a sort of private investigator sort of researching it as well. So so sort of like a novel about like Stephen King and, and his yeah, journeys was, in the Pacific Northwest. So, but it's funny though because I feel like that's maybe that's like the difference between some uh, like a, a developer who cares about a developer working with a publisher and how they care about how they present their world and their game to the public, and they actually want, feel like if you're going to spend extra money on what we're giving you, it should be valuable as opposed to just things that maybe you would get for free at like a PAX East. They hand out to you at a booth a couple of stickers, a cheap plastic pendant. Like videos, DVD, like making the videos that you should be de- releasing as part of your PR plan anyway on YouTube. Hmm. All right. This uh, this Republic one comes with so the packaging for the collector's edition is actually a book that's hollowed out in the center, 
like people would use to to sneak stuff around as contraband, and apparently that's done in the in the game itself. Actually, it's part of the story, so you could use this to like sneak stuff into school and stuff. I like it. Maybe that's the problem with Republic. It's just too high concept for an iOS game. Hmm. Then again, Sword and Sorcery was too, but I don't know. They didn't ask for five hundred thousand dollars either. <laughs> wow. I want that collector's edition now, but it's a hundred bucks. Hmm. Oh, I don't need to pay that much to get the journal. Ooh. Ooh. Oh I'll just do gosh. that. Sixty bucks. No thanks. Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. Grr. For sixty bucks, I can get four copies of Torchlight Two. That's true. Three. Which is out for pre-order now. Oh wait, we talked no, about that. No, there's a four pack. Buy three, get one free. The four pack is sixty dollars. Right, and it also oh. comes with four copies of Torchlight One. Hey, by the you way, know, Anna, I oh go ahead. I was gonna say, Anna, I hear that that package is doing pretty well on Steam. Yeah, it's actually topping the bestseller list and has been since it was launched three days ago. Three days ago. Who Order knew? Now People want Torchlight Two. <laughs> I'm so shocked. <laughs> by the way, no, is, by the way, tough. guys, top seller list is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, Toy Soldiers, Risen 2, Walking Dead, and Torchlight 2. It's number I was five. Say, so what has come out recently that would top it? <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare no, 3, No, Call of Duty never, come, never, never goes down. It's like, I don't know how people keep buying. They must buy it uh, every The Risen 2 knocked it off the top, oh, obviously. Oh, because they have a free weekend. Why The Walking Warfare. Dead uh. is above Torchlight 2 is beyond me. Is this game good? <clears throat> Oh, Walking Dead? So. Yeah, it's it the is? best Telltale game they've done yet. Everyone is saying the best. Okay. But it has zombies in it, so I don't even care. All right. No, dude. It's it's not I just don't. Zombies. I don't care about Walking The Walking Dead. Dead, though. I mean, I'm not into that, and I feel like I need to be into that to no, care about but, this game. But you, say, but you say into that as if it's like... I don't it's a whole understand. thing. It's it, There's a comic. There's a TV show. There's all this oh, stuff this about it. It's completely standalone. Really? Completely standalone. You don't so, need any... I don't need the comic at all. Hmm. You, know, you don't need any. Watch the giant bomb quick look. All right, I'll watch for the it's, it's for the level of quality. In this. I'll it's do the it, best thing. but just because I like watching their quick looks. So. All right, the giant bomb <laughs> quick looks pretty good. All right, and based on what the, you don't need any prior knowledge. It's not even tied to the show. Like character, if you care about the comic series, like maybe one or two characters pop in there that you've seen before. Okay, but this is just a well done Telltale game because, <sighs> well, for still... one, you know, you finally have. They're just doing different things, like with with uh, the way you interact with the environment, direct control of your character, the voice acting, the decisions that you – it's like sort of heavy rain style decisions where you make choices that carry out through all five episodes. It's – I mean based on everything people are – I mean it, just – I don't know. Try it out. It's five bucks. You don't like it? Don't get the rest. I also think um, it's weird that Toy Stories is on this list. Toy Soldier. Not there. even going to be five bucks for him to play The Walking Dead. Yeah, Anna's got a free copy of it. <laughs> <Somehow>. Dude. <laughs> I should just play it. It's free. You play it for five minutes. You don't like it, turn it off. I know, but it's got zombies. I don't care. Like, Do you have I a problem with zombies? I don't like zombie stuff. Um. Yeah? How much PVZ did you play? That's not real zombie stuff. This is not PVZ. Yes, dear. Is this like PVZ, Manny? Um. Yes, it's very oh. cartoon. All right, I'm no, into this. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but but Dude. I'm just saying, you'd be surprised. This isn't like your typical kind of zombie experience. This is more about the people than it is about the zombies. It's about your interactions. With, I mean, that's the whole thing about The Walking Dead. It's not about the zombies. It's about the collapse of society. 
Oh, great. It's a it's a it's a pick me up. All right. Let's see. Actually, it kind of is. But but like I said, I'm ta- I'm saying too much. I've probably read too much about it myself. All right. But like, you know, you're 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 some just some guy and you're taking care of this poor young orphan girl and you you bond with her and you're taking care of her and you're going closer to this community of people, of survivors. And while there's tragedies, you guys keep on mo- moving forward. And this is not an RPG and people are going to criticize us for talking so much about this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, oh, you only need to give 50 See, look, Freak Girl totally agrees with me. Freak Girl agrees? All right. That you talk about this too much? <laughs> oh, interesting. All right. 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 Let's see. What's next? Oh, Dragon Age. So you know that Dragon Age, they made an animated film for that. I didn't know that. <coughs> it's called Dragon I... Age uh, Dawn of the Seeker. And it's going to be in theaters for one day on May 29th. Right? No, wait. It's going to be in Amazon on May 29th, so you can just buy it. It will be in the theaters on May 24th in Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, and Edmonton. So there you go. It is. Uh, wait, wait. How many, like, wide release or just like a handful of uh, theaters? Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, and Edmonton. So like probably just a single theater in each city, I assume. So very limited release. Four locations, they said. So you need to be ready to go on May 24th, Manny. Boom. No, thank you. (laughs) Uh, If you're not interested in that, you can pre-order the DVD or or Blu-ray for 16 bucks on Amazon. What's that, Alex? Do you know what sort sort of animation it is? Um, um, It's directed by Fumihiko Sori. Oh, it's a straight-up anime then. Yeah. That's why Funimation is releasing it here, I think. Um, it looks Ugh. CG. Um, they got the trailer oh, linked no. in this article. You it's, know what this looks like? Yeah. It looks like these two movies, uh, Apple Seed and Toe. You know the the, the recent remakes? I'm not familiar with those. That are CG those? animated, like Toe and uh, Apple Seed. But you're right. It looks like it's kind of like CG, but also cel-shaded animation. Yeah. It's weird. Google uh, Toe and uh, Apple Seed. Okay. I thought Toe and Apple Seed are terrible. Oh. Terrible. Are they? They're on they're on uh, Netflix streaming if you want to watch them, Chris. Alright, so this got this heroine, she's killing stuff, kicking butt, drinking blood, there's dragons, and so um, it has all the things to be potentially awesome and potentially awful. So, you know. No, it's just the it's just the animation. They look so awkward when they're moving. It does look it's weird, just... but I'm okay with it. Um It's and also in L you know Yeah. in LA go I mean Going to a theater in LA, you might as well just buy the DVD. It'll be cheaper. Oh, really? <laughs> Sixteen bucks is less. Oh, that's terrible. It's probably the same price, and I get to watch it like oh. on Blu-ray and H- like again and again. You know. Find out quote uh, Cassandra's backstory. Seeing how she rose to the prominence that she has gives us a completely new take on what's happening both with her order and the Templars and the ongoing conflict that ties the whole Dragon Age universe together. Says guy from Bioware. Mike Laidlaw, creative director. So there you go. I don't there's, know. There's be, I'm fair, some people like apple seed and toe. Not me, though. Eh. You know, a movie like this, especially if it's going to be bad, is only better when you go with a big crowd. But only if they know it's bad so they can mock it. Well, no matter what, know. you'll have more fun being with everybody to react or be in disgust altogether. You know? I don't know. I don't, I don't really picture the kind of people who'd go on for a Dragon Age movie, the type to be he- like heckling the... the uh, I don't know. All right. Whatever. I guess I just like big. Social. Like I said, I think they have to see it a few times, and then you know how to heckle it. <laughs> I want to know? I, I'm not talking Rocky horror style heckling. I'm like, 
It's the best kind of heckling. It's more. It's better than going by yourself in the theater Wait, at, at the t- middle of the night. Are you saying I should cosplay and dress up and yes, go watch this? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm, entirely. You need to dress right up now. as one of the trolls from Dragon Age. No, no. He needs to dress so like a, a transvestite from transsexual Transylvania, right? No, no. That's the wrong movie. Oh. But you said dress up like a form, like a troll, right? So yes, that means like I troll. just sign just up for a Viber account yes. and go with my computer? Yes, that's right. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> Oh, next story is one Anna knows about. 40% of freemium players buy in-game goods. NPD did a study and says 40% of people who play upgradable freemium games have made in-game purchases. So there you go. Now, for those of you that's like 40%, that doesn't sound like a lot. You only need about 1% to 3% of your population, depending on your game. I mean, there are some that require a lot more than that, but you generally only need 1% to 3% of your population paying if you are free to play. Here's my favorite part about this study. It's 6,416 individuals ages 2 and older. That's right. I put my there. How are the the 2 to 4-year-olds working? I just got to know. There are freemium games that are aimed at the under 5 crowd. They're all Disney. (laughs) They're not buying anything. Their parents are. Well, That's yeah, I'm but saying. I'm, I'm like, them for the kids. It's not a purchasing decision on the part of the kid. It's a purchasing decision on the part of the parent at that point, though. Have like, you we'll shut you off. It yes, depends. Don. Dad All right. Buy for you in a buy game. Me, buy me. Uh, buy me. Uh, buy me. Buy me. Buy me. All right. I, I just no. I just remember there was a talk given at um. It was one of the talks given at GDC last year about um like itemization and stuff in um like free-to-play with microtransaction games. I think it was one of the guys from Zynga who pointed out that something like, um, I, think it was, I think it was for Farmville itself, um, that only 1% of the people who play it on Facebook out of their, I don't know, what's the user base of Farmville again? Like 250 million or something? Well, I just logged into the Zynga site, and according to it, 1.6 million people are playing right now. Yeah, which yeah. and they, they say that they say that I think if they had somewhere between like 0.75 and one percent of people actually pay money. But if you've got a user base of like 250 million, that's two, still 225 million people buying stuff. I mean, it was kind of it. It, it felt like the, the talk itself was kind of directed at the people who were planning on making these kind of games, and it was kind of well. You well know, the interesting thing is, the, is that people. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't realize. I was that I was say, when you get to the point where you can basically kind of, um, if you've kind of made your game well enough, you can get to a point where you can fund yourself on a free-to-play game off like five percent of your user base. And I think the thing that people don't realize is that when we're discussing players that pay, we are basically discussing a massive gamut. There are people that pay five bucks every six months for a game. They're considered basically a paying user. And I mean, there are people who will spend $300 on these games a month and absolutely not break a sweat. Um, You remember Barstool, right, Michael? Mm -hmm. I mean, he paid for how much were those big packs? $150 a month? He was paying uh, for two or three of them. They weren't that much. I thought they were only like 50 a month. No, no, no. The biggest pack. When they unveiled like that massive line of packs, that one was $1.99 and they went all the way up to ridiculous amounts of money a month. Oh, maybe. Yeah. He was crazy. Yeah, I mean, he was he was dropping 400 bucks a month on that game. Oh, yeah. my... my... 
Um, my partner knows a couple of uh, watches a couple of um, people who stream um, FIFA 12 on streaming sites like Twitch TV. Who and they're, they're, they um, EA have a, a kind of pack style system for those. And he, I think a couple of them have spent like five hundred dollars a month on buying stuff. I mean, it, you know, some some of some of your users will literally spend like all of their monthly income. Whereas oh. a couple of your other ones will spend like one dollar every what three six months. Yeah, one of the clients that I work with at Clever um, spends all of their time on Facebook playing Facebook games. Like, if I want to talk to them, my best bet is to message them on Facebook. In Facebook? Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Ooh, Anna. I figured out that you're right. The first Lord of the Rings game was made by Vivendi, and the next two were Electronics Arts, and people like those better. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Uh, what's our next story? Only 30 minutes to find Wiki. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, oh, what was the other big thing of this story? Males are still more likely than women to buy stuff in the games. And let's see, 38% of the U.S. population is estimated to be playing some type of freemium game. What is this freemium? Uh, it's free to play. It's but a way of get saying stuff free to play. In, yeah, it's free to play, but yeah, are there's there, stuff are there to buy in-game. Are there free to play ones that don't have this? Because this is kind of like, no. well, duh. It's the freemium has become the mainstream way of saying free to play. Because, because people are very quickly realizing that free to play isn't actually free to play. Yeah, exactly. It is if you want it to be. Apparently ninety five percent of the people think otherwise. <laughs> thirty yeah. So forty percent of thirty eight percent of the population. So was that <laughs> I don't even know. Now you're down to like what? Seventeen percent of the population. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't want to do the math right now. Um, <laughs> actually, can't resist buying stuff in these games. Apparently, uh, males in those ages eighteen to thirty-four, the report says, are traditionally seen as part of the big core gamer audience. So it's likely those groups are not quite as engaged with freemium because the gaming experience is quite different from what they are used to from the games they play on consoles, handholds, or PCs. At a minimum. For these gamers, a freemium game would provide a different experience, like a snack versus a meal. Oh, wait, this is what an analyst said, and like all things analyst says, it makes no sense and contradicts itself, so forget it. Sorry, I even read But that. it made sense to me, except for the part where like, I play these games well, because they're like, they're like, oh, I can play them for like 10 minutes and I'm good. Well, the person says those ages 18 to 34 probably don't play these, but as a minimum, they would enjoy these as a snack versus a meal. Well, then what are, they, what are you saying? They play them or not play them? I don't even know. Ah, screw this story. We're not smart enough to play them. We're just smart enough I'm to enjoy them. Smart enough to did. understand the story. Well, you're not an analyst. How would you know? Only yeah, analysts. You're right. Well, what thinking, analysts are saying. That's right. It's its own <laughs> language. Pokemon stuff. So there was a Nintendo Direct conference, and they announced a Pokemon AR searcher. It lets you find Pokemon in real environments with the camera on your 3DS, and uh, that'll be coming to Japan for 300 yen. No U.S. release date yet. And there's also going to be a premium version of the free Pokedex application you can already get right now. That's going to cost 1,500 yen. Um, if you're wanting 300 yen, it's about 350. 1,500 yen is about $18. It's going to be called Pokemon Zengoku Zukan Pro, which means Quinn. Sorry, what? Pokemon Zengoku Zukan Pro. I don't know what Zukan means. I don't know. Z- Z-U-K-A-N. It's a, it's a bottle of Gundam. It was popular in the original series. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Zaku, Manny. <laughs> Duh, Manny. Come on. 
get your gun straight. So what I don't know what it means, but it, apparently a bigger, better version of the a uh, bigger, better version of the Pokedex app, or maybe just adds. I don't know, because the uh, the current one only covers creatures in black and white. But I thought that was like everything. Is there anything not in the black and white Pokedex? I don't know. Whatever. I give up. I give up. Well, I don't know. I haven't got a 3DS. I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> and why it didn't come out on 3DS? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> the Old Republic <laughs> subscriptions are stable. Okay. Um, but okay. okay. So, do we want to have this discussion, or do we want to not kind have of. this discussion? Let, no, let's kind of have this discussion. Let, the, okay. The, the big Dude, thing. Go for it. It gives me a chance to go get like an egg muffin or something. Quickly, <laughs> the subscriptions are stable. But Take they, your time. It takes less two minutes people to make... are logging in at the same time. Right. And basically, um, there's a finite point that companies care about subscriptions because concurrent users is always the more important internal metric. So because... what BioWare is spinning as to players that, yeah, people are still subscribed to the game. Don't worry, the game's not in bad shape and it's not going anywhere. It's just you're seeing lighter loads on the server at any particular time. And maybe we'll consolidate servers in the future to help keep you have more people on the server as a time. But don't worry, the subscriptions are still there. But what Anna did told me that was really interesting <laughs> is that game companies don't care about how many subscribers they have on the game. They actually care about how many people are logged in at the same time for some reason and I still don't understand why um, because of the way that you have to allocate resources you have to ha- you generally want to have more customer service people on when you have the highest CCU and what, what, uh, explain CCU sure that- for people okay CCU is concurrent users it's how many people are logged on at the same time and, who, and whoever now, came up with f- calling it CCU instead of just CU needs to be shot because you don't make an acronym with words in the middle yeah, of yeah. letters in the middle of the word but all right go ahead anyways yeah um in in a free-to-play um you basically are um determining your correct amount of sales and I'm air quoting correct amount of sales by figuring out what your peak and um valley of CCU is and basically figuring out from there how much money you should be making per hour. Right, but that's not happening in BioWare's game because there's no No, but it's still important for again, I mean it's a resource allocation thing. Yeah. If you have, you know, 99% of your players on at night as opposed to during the day, you need to have more customer service shifts that are four to midnight as opposed to nine to five. So this is all about how much it costs you to run the game really, right? Yeah, it's all about um, the tertiary costs for running the game. I mean, it's also things like um, when the server load is higher, stuff is more likely to break. Mm -hmm. So... um, I know in the case of at least one other MMO that um, they keep more technicians on from 4 to midnight than they do from 9 to 5. Okay. So what does this tell us? That Star Wars isn't actually in a good position from normal industry metrics then, right? Right. I mean... The the point that I was trying to make to you when we were discussing this the other night is that um, the only people that care about your subscriber numbers are the people that are subscribed. Really. The only people that care about subscriber numbers are the fans. Investors don't care because it's not um, a particular reflection of your gross income or anything like that. And I mean, the other thing is that um, 
your CCU gives you how is subscriptions not a a reflection? Your money if you're they don't they're not a free to play. They have no other source of income. That makes no sense. The other thing that CCU is no 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 you answer that pay to play (laughs) model is it gives you a a it gives you a way to predict how many people are going to cancel in the future. Because realistically speaking. Not yeah. that many people let an MMO subscription run when they are not actively playing the game. Who Except said for... that? Because that is like um, entirely false of the entire point of the subscription models. The people will continue to subscribe because they don't think about it. Uh, but they, um, they don't no, let Michael. that many get away from them, Mike. For yeah. 15 bucks a no, month, the you start to notice. Like 30%. 30% what? 30% of people who pay month to month on something and then stop playing it will continue to pay for at least as long as they played it. Okay, so they played it yeah, for a but, month, I and mean, then they stopped so, playing yeah. for a month, and then this they canceled. Came out the average MMO player We are now for- talking about April. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's Mike. This not is the point where people months. drop off. I mean, people yeah, played for six. about people played for about no, three months. Again, yeah. this is the point that we're trying to make, Michael. Is at this point, um, we aren't seeing players that are sticking around for an average of three months. We're play- seeing people who are basically sticking around for three months and have now stopped logging in for the fourth. But they're still paying. Yeah, and but for by now, your own logic, three or four months from now, they'll stop paying, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, I think, and that's why the story says the subscriptions are stable now. And Anna's saying, well, this is actually not looking good for the future because we may see three to four months from now, unless Bioware does something to get people back in the game, those subscriptions are finally going to start getting canceled. See, and I think this is kind of silly because this is exactly how every MMO plays. It's like, well, for the first three months, right. you get a lot of subscribers, and then you get less, and then you get less, and then you stable out. And so the fact they're saying stable now just means they're jumping the gun. Well, it, Okay. They're making the story where they can still make up some good news before they finally have to come up with the simulation that everyone else has that, yes, MMOs die off after six yes. months and you get a stable base at nine months. Yes. And it happens every one. Uh, Why is it news? Well, okay, hold on. Now, what, is this stable base in nine months th- something that you would agree with, Anna? Um, I don't have enough knowledge of pay-to-place okay. to have okay. a good discussion on that. Because that would change... If you- have- if you can get a player to stay for six months, they'll typically stay for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's where you start to see that I, level off for six months. Yeah, nine I months don't is know typically where it levels out. Where that assertion is coming from, so I just I don't have any counter for it. Arr. Oh, well. I guess after all, we don't but, know anything. So Yeah, I mean... <laughs> the, I was hoping we had the, some deep insight to the older that. public's future. I mean, the thing is, is that we we know just from the sheer cost of how much this game took to produce and uh, develop and distribute and all of the PR and marketing costs for it were absolutely astronomical. So if, yes, they are the 369 um, outlay that Michael's describing is probably going to happen, but I don't know if... I, I think they were hoping for six nine twelve at the very least, and that I think they're going to pay it. You're talking three six nine, right? At three you peak, at six you start falling, and at nine you stable out at a lower yeah. number. What happens at twelve? I think, well, she I think was they were for... hoping to shift that instead no. of three months, six months, nine months to six months, nine months, twelve months. 
No, their only hope was that they would make enough subscribers in the first three months to counteract the fact they spent $300 million making the damn thing. Well, that didn't happen. No, that, did, that was no way that was going to happen. Yeah. No, so, that's, I don't so, thi- no, I don't think they realistically expected that either. Well, I think the problem is, is that they wanted a bigger lead-off to when they started to tumble. Well, I have a feeling well, people are unsubscribing from our show right now, so... Um, Hooray! <laughs> I just no, want to move on a little. <laughs> um, the uh, the 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 forecast for 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 this game, in my opinion, as a subscriber, is looking pretty bleak unless they come up with a subs- an expansion announcement or something soon. So I hope they do something. Even then, people will wait for the expansion before coming back. Right, but at least then they'll have a future <laughs> rather than know. just leaving. See, my they personal concern with this is that every. Uh, I mean, we know. A bunch of people that switched, and out of the Iron Harry R group, um, only one of them has stuck with it, and that's because he became a PvP god on our server. Yeah, now, the Order of Treble had switched over. They had, I think, 15 people total switch over. Yeah. 12 of them stayed. So, I mean, I don't think our experience is indicative of anything in particular, considering how big of a... They, they had a much bigger um, stick rate than we certainly did. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you guys played? Uh, it's been Anything. over a month. Over a month. I, and I want to go back and get to 50 and finish out the class stories. I like that stuff. And, but after that, it's going to be hard to find a reason to stick around that game. Um, Did you get any guilt trip emails about your, from your characters? Say how much they missed? Oh, yeah. I got one. Yeah. Cam, Cam Val emailed me a couple times. Hey, Anna. What's up? I thought we had something special. What's going on? Where'd you go? <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I don't think you quite understand what Kem Val is all about. I don't even know who Kem Val is. I, thought I, that I was don't a, think like he needs KY to understand the no in-game character of <laughs> Kem Val. <laughs> all right. So what else we got? Baldur's Gate 2. Or Baldur's Gate 2. No, Anna, oh. you don't understand how Kem Val works. Take that. Jeez. Sorry. Baldur's Gate, yes. Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. The drama continues. Uh, actually, it's not drama. It's just an announcement. They uh, they announced who the uh, writer will be, Dave Ooh, Gross, who is a guy who used, he spent time with TSR. You know, the people used to own Dungeons and Dragons uh, as an editor on Polyhedron Newsine, and uh, later as an editor on the uh, Dungeons and Dragons magazine. He then wrote started writing fantasy novels, Black Wolf and the Lord of St- Stormweather in the Forgotten Realms universe, and he's written several other fantasy novels. So. If you're familiar with his work, you might be excited that he'll be writing the new content in Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. Yeah, it seems it's, it's strange. They got a lot of old talent. It, it's it's so funny how much like old talent's coming back for these really old titles. Yeah, you know, Shadowrun. Uh, what's it called? Shadowrun Wasteland. So, a new Baldur's Gate. You're surprised that people will go back, look at the credits, and say, "I wonder if he still wants to talk about this." Um, I mean, it seems like that would be the first thing you do if you go back and try to bring back one of these series. Yeah, but, well, then but this the guy did not work. Going like, yeah, totally. Let's go do that again. That's what's so exciting. I don't know. I guess I would have just been like, yeah, of course I would. No one's ever talked about that in so long. Let's do it. Hmm? Um, I'm just happy that people think that way. A I lot mean. of people move on and they don't want to go back to old things in their life. Or, you know, well, they move on, but eventually they, they like, you know, it's been long enough. They're like, okay. oh, that might be fun. All right. Fair enough. I'll buy that. And they do it again like, oh, yeah, that's why I stopped doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, but if, if, 
If you guys want to know anything about the development of Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, follow Trent Oster. He's very, very open about the development process, maybe too much so. Yeah, he is. So, there you go. I mean, if you want to know every little detail minutia about the sk- about the zooming, how they're dealing with UI scaling, how they're dealing with higher resolutions, how they're going to fix up the UI, I mean, um, the, the the item system, for everyone's excited, they're going to include stacking to to, to improve um, the item limit in the game. So Woo-hoo. there you go. There you go. Exciting. Uh huh. <laughs> you know it. Um, Wait, what are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Tons of minutia. Exactly. Chris, did you know that we used an and we used the, the earlier code base Infinity Blade? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Here's some more minutia for you. Grimrock has a patch out. Uh, that's the uh, first person real time dungeon crawling RPG slash puzzle game thing that you can get on PC right now. It is uh, so when- adding a new feature to let you import custom character art, so you you can make your own character art and put it in the game. So when you were having that mad hunt for yeah, um, a dungeon crawly game. Yeah, like a week ago. This Why is weren't the one you just was, playing this? This was the most uh, suggested one out of that hunt. The problem is it failed the the failed the requirement test. Um, I want a turn based game like Wizardry, and this is a real time game. Uh, so is it real time? I thought they is you no, move they move. No, it's real time apparently. That's what everyone tells me, and then I say, okay, "Oh, so this is real time," and nobody has ever countered me and said, "No, it's actually turn based." So all right. So you said minutia. How big is the is the uh, is the patch size? Ah, uh, darn it! I don't have that. <laughs> you said minutia. You like? You're right, uh, but it's it's patch one point one point four, and there's okay. a lot of changes. Um, oh, and this was an oh, unannounced feature. This was actually an unannounced feature, and that people just noticed, and they're like, "This is we what the story is." <laughs> yes. Anyway, people are liking this game, so I should probably check it out anyway, just because it seems to be rather. No, it has zombies in it, Chris. They're dead. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't get a lot of good reviews at first, but the user reception is like really good for this one. So this is one of those cases you know, where you can't follow the reviews so much, apparently. You know what's funny? I'm starting not to trust reviews at all in general. I don't read very many anymore. I just listen I think to people I just talk need to about f- games. Yeah, on podcast. Just you need to f- like find people you really identify with because yeah. it's like. Like some people who I trust a lot, absolutely hate The Witcher Two and go on and on and on about how, on, for like how flawed and terrible the game is. But I've been in you that know, boat I since I started this show four and a half years ago. It's like I've felt the, like that for forever. That you just can't yeah. deal with reviews anymore. Well, I've always so. said that you need to find a reviewer that matches your style and see what they say. Yeah, but they don't review everything I like, so it's hard. Well, then you just deal with it. You hopefully find more than one. And then they move to another site, and that site doesn't use a scoring system or something. And it's like, oh, whatever. you're reading words, aren't you? Are yeah, you reading I words? Know. I'm reading words. You're right. I don't. I. I don't. I. Ooh, I can't. I don't know. All of the. So here's how it worked for me: is like I'd find a magazine that I like, and I liked the reviews in it, and then that magazine would shut down. Then I find another one that I like, <laughs> that would shut down, and I got so burned and so tired of it, I just stopped caring about written reviews entirely, and I haven't found anybody I care about anymore. So, so I, you know, I now listen, and there are people I listen to, and I know how to interpret their imp- opinions and read what they're saying and, and figure out what they're actually saying, whether or not it'll be relevant to me. And that seems to be better. Mm. Yeah, it's, I, I know what you mean. Like, when I hear, like, that Vinnie Caravella from the Bombcast talk about Dark Souls, what's it, Demon's Souls, Dark Souls? What's yep. it called? The new yep. one called? 
Dark like, Souls. I, when I hear him talk about it, I, I'm like, oh, I totally understand why he likes it. It makes so much sense yeah. to me. Would I play that? Never. <laughs> but I understand why he likes it. I did play it, and oh, man. No, but I like that feeling where I can, like, I'm inter- I'm just as interested to hear why he his opinion differs from me or why he it tickles him in such a way and it doesn't appeal yeah, to me. And some reason like, when it's that, just an open conversation, I'm more interested in that than someone telling me whether that I should better, spend my money. I personally can handle that better over uh, audio than I can reading someone else's opinion. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, same here. Because it doesn't come through as sincere. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. And my problem with a lot of re- like game reviewers is like, for some reason, this industry feels like it has to be. In the, it feels like we're comedy writers. Everyone is a comedy writer. Yep. We're the funniest people on the internet, and we're so snarky and cynical and jaded. And it's like everything has to be a pun, or it has to be. Well, you don't take my word for it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is like a blah blah blah. My blah blah blah. <laughs> but you know that kind of like that tone of voice, just pervasive throughout every little piece of writing. It's like, dude, can't you just tell me if you enjoyed it or not? Does it have to be a comedy show? I think, you know, it's that sort of gawker blog mentality where, like, everything's kind of a joke. Yeah. Well, that just makes me feel like they never took their job seriously to begin with. I hear you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so. Uh, that's it for news, guys. It's uh, yeah. time we've been playing. So I'm going to make Michael go first this time. Because he's I'm playing something right now. I'm level nine in Terra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm level nine of my second character in Terra. That's what I'm doing. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've had time to play. I mean, I play some of those quote freemium games, and that's pretty much all I have time for during the week. Um, I actually went to bed early so I could play Terra. So <laughs> that's so scary. <laughs> I know. I can't remember the last time I ever went to bed early. I was like, wow, head starts at eight o'clock. That means I got to bed at like eleven. All right, mm. I'm good. All so right. I got the characters I wanted. I didn't get one of my names. Other than that, I'm kicking ass with a big axe, and I'm really happy right have now. Have you been playing anything single-player lately? Uh, no, because I don't really have time. Okay. Um, I have been trying to get back in Amalur, but usually by the time I get home and stuff, it's like, eh, I have like three hours left. I'm going to go and like write a work on my bot or something. It's like so I is, have too much time. Is the spell finally broken? Are you done with the game? Oh, hell no. I still want to finish it. I just don't do it right now. It's on the list. Oh, you still I will. Have you tried the, the new DLC at all that just came out? No. I will buy it when I go back, though. Cool. Let me know. I'm really interested to see uh, what you think of it, especially if someone is hardcore into Amalore as you are. Yeah. Uh, my server's going to restart in five minutes, apparently. <laughs> okay. So that was fun. Uh that's all I got. All right. I'm gonna toss it over to England now. John, what have you been up to? Oh, what have I been up to? Well, unfortunately I still have like two weeks worth of work to do. So I've actually been kind of busy sorting out my uh remaining university work before I graduate in the summer. However, I have still had time to plug away at uh, uh, Super Robot Wars on my PSP, which I need to stick another post up about. You've been um, playing Travel Agent. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been playing Travel Agent. Um, I've managed to get my uh, stuff sorted out for my holiday to Canada later this year. So, um, with any luck, uh, on the weekend of 
Um, trying to when it is. It's in August. Uh, April, uh, August. Uh, I think it's the weekend of the 11th and the 12th and the weekend of the 18th and the 19th. Um, I will be podcasting from Toronto and then Vancouver. Um, and yeah, and the other stuff I've been playing are uh, City of Heroes um, again and Saints Row 3, which I was playing just now, but I've been playing it during the week as well. Sweet. That's about it, really. I How think. can you play Saints Row 3 while podcasting? That game's too fun. And quite easy. Oh. All right. I'm playing it on... Well, remember, I'm playing it on PC, though. Yeah. It's, it's easy to use Easy to use controls, and, you know, that's about it, really. All right. What else do you need? Well, I'm just I wasn't saying doing any of the, I wasn't doing any of the story. I wasn't doing any of the story missions or anything. Oh, I was just blowing things up. Okay, okay. I see. Like I said, this is where I play the island of boredom because I can do this while sleeping. <laughs> I see. Understood. Um, I have been and it playing... takes about three hours, so you know, it takes I... as long as the podcast. <laughs> I've been playing uh, Hot Shots Golf, obviously, some Terra stuff last weekend, do some more this weekend. Um, I've also been playing a lot of 13 too. Uh, got back into that and really enjoying it again. Uh, it took me a while to get over a little hump. And then I just things started to click. I went to the Is right it? time period. I figured out how to start leveling. I was able to t- take care of that boss with no problem that I was complaining to you about, Mike. Um, just okay. Yeah, I've I've got creatures. I got a I got a super pumped up chocobo in my party now. It's awesome. I love it. Um, oh, you're farther than I am. I need to go find a red chocobo, but they're really rare. Um, uh, which, what butt. color chocobo do you have at the moment? I have a yellow chocobo. Because eh, the other ones are really hard to get in your party. Yeah, I found a red chocobo, but he killed me. I, I found a I found a green one. I knocked about a quarter off his health bar, and then he oh. just healed like three hundred thousand oh, health and ran away. <laughs> he ran away. Ouch! But apparently, the green green chocobos are I think oh. the best healers in the game. I also found a tonberry, and um, oh. he destroyed me. Uh, he waited a while before he did it, but then he said, um, "Yeah, every, he gives you like thirty seconds. Yeah, he gives you thirty seconds to wail on him or something." And uh, then it was he just longer than that, but yeah, you. he just destroyed me. Yeah, it did feel like there was a timer. Oh man, just like the, every toneberry. Yeah, well, you know, you're right. You're right. I, I'd love to get one, but um, I don't know how I'd be able. to I, I'd worry because I would get them, and he'd be like, "All right, give me thirty seconds. I'll do something." I'm like, "No, no, the battle'll be over in forty-five. You do something now." Oh my gosh, <laughs> just Doug in the chat room. I did find the chocobos where they have the stu- super terrible rock music stuff playing on it. Oh, fortunately, it's really low in volume, so it's not awful, but it's close to it. Oh, it's not awful, but it's boy, is it bad? It is bad. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anna, what? you and I played something together. Yeah, we did Raid Finder. Woohoo! Yeah, we finally tried out Raid Finder after however many months it's been out. We uh we went into the uh Fall of Wormrest Temple and uh Death of Deathwing raids and uh we beaten Cataclysm. We beat the game. Hooray. And we oh, both you, got loot. Done too. <laughs> um what, now, you got loot in a dungeon? Yeah. Yeah, Great. I got two set pieces oh, and Anna, you got no one cares about your loot. Holy crap. <laughs> Sorry. I got a helm that gave me plus joke. five magic <laughs> over five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> most importantly, my DPS went up zero point six percent. It's so awesome now. No, you're DD. Remember? Oh, <laughs> what, really? <laughs> There's this big debate on the Terra message forums. Don't call them DPS or don't call them DDs. 
And then, you, you call, call them it DPs, DP. and they do Double DPS. Penetration is I mean, the only, sorry. It, wow. But see, but people are making that argument like you are, Michael, and the the reality is it doesn't matter. It matters Stop because caring. you're on a form and you had nothing else to do or tear up yes. for six days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, that's really the only reason it matters because you're like, well, I had nothing else to do. So that raid is really cool and you do some really cool things in it. I wish I could try it out real mode because it was super easy baby mode in the raid finder, but um, it was really cool. There's like people are flying through airs. There's airships. You're on the back of stuff. It's awesome. Did you wipe? Um, no, we won because it was super easy mode. We, well, no, wiped, we wiped in Wormrest Temple on something once. Yeah, the second um, general we wiped on, mostly because the, well, we, we had some really yeah. crap DPS in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. You derailed me there. The um, Oh, what, what people are doing that's kind of weird is everyone will just play the first boss or second boss. Oh, I didn't get any loot, and they leave. But it's okay. You fill in pretty quickly, and the tanks and healers seem to not do that so much. So it was good stuff. It was very fun. So, uh, yeah, raid finder's good. And Anna, Anna, did you play anything else? Your cats are cute. Guess so. <laughs> oh, you just got the videos. <laughs> yeah, I gave you some videos. On you know, I'm, no, I'm not watching the video, and all I heard was Anna drift off and then start laughing maniacally. Yeah, it sounded like you just had like a mild stroke over there. Or something. I think she did. <laughs> Anna, did you play anything else this week? Um, Devil's Five or Two, where I did some grinding, and I actually just did a lot of reading this week. And I've been playing World of Warcraft because I'm leveling up a Resto Druid, so she's 82 now. You're like super back into WoW, and it scares me. I need to rescue you. Why? I'm just too into it. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. I'll tempt you back over to Star Wars or something. That'll be good enough. <laughs> to the dark side. Because uh, you're playing the dark side, so that totally works. Right. I am the dark side. All right, Alex, what you been playing? I completed Pandora's Tower. Hey, tell us about that. Is that yes. game any good? That's one of those Operation Rainfall yeah. things. Yeah, it's the sort of Osborne of the three, really. Uh, <laughs> I'll write a review so people should go and read that. I'll just go read that? Oh. Yeah. But no, it's it's decent, but it's nothing special. Oh, really? Same thing. Yeah. But what about eating monster so, flesh? Isn't that yummy? Um, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> So is this game not worth trying to beg and plead to get over here? Uh, yeah, I think it's good if it gets there. It's not really worth making too much of a fuss over. Ah, so what? So tell us about it. What's what's the good? What's the bad? Uh, I guess the boss fights are really good. Um, the puzzles are quite decent as well. So how does this um, play? Is this like a roguelike or is it an action RPG? I don't get how. It no, works. it's more sort of action adventure. So. A bit like Zelda Dungeons. Oh, okay. And then there are levels Special. and stuff too? Do, where's the RPG part work into this? Yeah, there are levels. Yeah, it's, it doesn't... It's more in the background than anything else, but there are levels you sort of do upgrade equipment, things like that. Uh, it sort of just affects the sort of damage you can do with the weapons, but it's not actually shown in terms of numbers or anything. All right. Now, the combat in this game is kind of crazy, right? Aren't you, like, whipping things around, or am I just imagining things? It's 
it's a mixture of sort of the standard whack things with a sword, or just, or you can use the with chain thing to hold hold monsters in place more than anything else. Oh, okay. Chains are cool. The, the chain, the chain sort of used best for the either the puzzles or the boss fights. The boss fights use the chain a lot. Okay. But that the problems are it's got a slightly annoying camera. I mean, it does get a bit repetitive as well because you have to sort of go in and out of the tower because there is a time limit. Oh. On the game, so if you spend like too long in a tower, then you get a game over. Oh. How do, how hard is it to leave the tower? Not really, but oh, okay. it's, sort of, it's more it's more the annoying thing that you have to go back and then come in. So but is it easy to the, f- keep track of how long you've been in there, or when the yeah, limits got, almost up? Yeah, you've you've always got the sort of timer on the screen. So oh, okay. So you can it, it has to interrupt your progress at times, and then can you come back like to where you left or something? Uh, you can create shortcuts, but oh, okay. So it's like Persona, or three yeah. rather. Um, yeah, not not quite as much because you do still have to climb up things to get there. Hmm. And so it's just this one tower that you're getting better and better at scaling as you progress. No, there's there's twelve towers. Oh, oh boy. But you, you have to go. Yeah, but you have to sort of go into them about two or three times each. Ah. This game doesn't sound like one for me. <laughs> Fair enough. But for more details, read the review. Um, yep. <laughs> Pandora's Tower. Manny, that leaves you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You you played Trials. Oh, You've yes. You've got a Trials yes, Evolution player here. Oh. Yes. What is that What is that like? Awesome? Bad? Terrible? Uh, yeah. oh. yes, it's awesome. It's like tri- the other Trials, but better. <laughs> that's, that's the only way you can really describe okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll accept that. Trials is a game you can't get on PC, is it? Um, yeah. Trials yeah, 2. I don't see Trials Evolution or HD. I think yeah, it'll probably come later. Okay. Oh, it's on XBLA now? Okay. Yeah. What moment. is that game that um, Jeff Gersman always plays, Manny? I always think of when... Uh, 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 will, you buy, will you buy Planets? Yes. Uh, that's uh crap. I always think of that when they talk about trials, and I know they're totally different. So games. do I. Uh, buying planets. Oh, Let me see. Let me see. It's a racing game. Yes. I know what you're talking about. It's made by like <laughs> some French guys. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> um, you build your own tracks. Ah. Uh... Wait, what? Your what own tracks racing game. Someone tell us. I don't know. We Currency. The only game I can think of where you build your own tracks is Trackmania. Trackmania! Thank you. That's it. Boom. Trackmania. <laughs> you win. All right. Oh, do I? Yes. That oh. was it. What do I win? Um, You get to listen to Manny tell us about what he's been playing. Yeah. Uh, I played From Mission a couple times. Which one? From Mission 4. Still on 4. Okay. That's yeah. it. All right. That's fine. It's not great. Still just fine. That game needs an internet. I'm so sad it doesn't have an internet. internet. <laughs> I'm being serious. From Mission 3 had this uh, fake in-game internet. And you oh. would go into DBS boards and hack it to get like special parts and like download wallpapers and like just break into you, – you'd, you'd collect passwords to break into different government uh, 
different government websites so you can find out the secret of what's going on. There was like a lot of it was like this like this sub game. That was like it was like it was a sub game where you would jump in there and try to find out what was going on the on the internet, to find out the truth, find out what like how the government was reporting your action. Man, that was just a, such a better how game. How do I play Front Mission three? Is that purchasable? You can on buy it console? on PSN for six dollars. I can. Okay. Yeah. And it plays on your PSP. How about four? Four I would say skip it at this point. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm being dead serious. I okay. mean just skip it. It's it's not worth it. Okay. Easy. <sighs> well, you start a new game. A new game? Oh, other than the ones you... All right. Yeah, I think maybe... I don't know. We'll talk afterwards. Yeah. Let's chat later. Yeah, let's chat later. Uh, all right, I got to take uh, Front Mission off of my Guzex list since apparently I can just get it for cheap. Oh, and I also need to end the show. Thanks, everybody, for being on this week. If you'd like to give us feedback, we got a few methods. Um, oh, someone in the chat room is asking if you know anything about this uh, PSP Suikoden tapestry something or another. I don't know anything about that. Do you guys know anything about that? No. no. The answer is no. Nobody knows anything about no. that. Sorry. Um, yes. No, we said no. No. No one knows anything about it. Got it. You said yes, but we said no. I said yes, no. No, yes. Yes, no, maybe. You may, you may no. No, you may. All right. Well, that's it for the show then. <laughs> um, I don't know what else to tell you guys other than thanks for joining us. Contribute on our message boards at board.rpgamer.com. Send us an email at podcast.rpgamer.com. Send us a voicemail at 608-729-4098. And join us next week where we are podcasting on Friday night. Because I'm going on a vacation on Saturday. So I cannot be doing it on Saturday. So we're going to do a podcast on Friday night. And I have time uh, in the evening. So it's hard for you, right? This this could potentially kill me. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do it. (laughs) It's just one time, I think. Oh, yeah. You have to do it then. Okay. We have a schedule on the podcast thread somewhere. I don't know. Animated schedule. I don't know where it went. But yeah, Uh, yeah, I gave it to you. Oh, I thought you put it somewhere where people could see no. it. No. Because that'd be useful. Apparently you in had your mailbox. It. Mm. I Remember the it. conversation we had last night? I approve it. Oh, okay. Well, then I will post it. You should post it, and we'll do our best to meet it. Which we won't. <laughs> no, I know. But Friday night at 7 p.m. No, 8 p.m. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. my time. Would that be best for everybody? We'll I mean, figure it out. I think I Eastern. had five... I think I had 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. What's best for you, Mike? Probably. Not before 8. Not before 8. Your time? Yep. Yep. So that's 10 my time. Yep. That's pretty late. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm wow. Yep. That would it be is. pretty late. Um, yeah, since you have a flight at 7 a.m. the next morning? Nah. Yeah, we'll do it at 7 p.m. Central, and whoever can make it can make it. We'll figure it out. If I'm still awake, you know, I'll, uh, uh, then I'll, I, I can make it too. But Sweet. I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of doubting that personally. Well, All hey, right. maybe we can have another double date. <laughs> oh, with Sam and uh, Sam and Scott. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's see. I put you in charge of contacting them. All right. 
Everything's done. I gotta go play Terra, everybody. So I'm cutting out. And everybody else, have fun. Enjoy your week and the countdown to Diablo 3 and or Game of Thrones. Whichever RPG you're more looking forward to in May continues. Um, and we will catch up with you next week. Until then, everybody, goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye now.